0: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh
1: Wind Radio. Well, the Bible says a woman can tear her house down with her words. Or she can build it with her words. Women, you have power.
0: You have power.
1: And if you call him Mufasa, you you can build him up or you can tear tear him down with your words. Today, praise God, we're delving into part four of Relationship Realities, Real, Raw, and Relevance. And today, we're going to delve into part four, Can We Talk? Uh, Those three words are often uh, words we don't want to hear. Can we talk? Uh, Oftentimes, when you hear those three words, there's some trepidation because you know it's something you do not want to what? Talk about Lord, these right. can we talk now? Look at your name, say, Stomach
2: instantly just start hurting,
1: amen. Look at your name, say, can, can, can we talk? Can we talk? Uh, <laughs> we're not at house, we're not at home. Uh, can, can we talk? Uh, praise God. And oftentimes, when we have those words, there's a certain expectation, and most of the time, it's not good. I was reading about a survey, lifestyles website, yourtangle.com told 100 mental health professionals and found that communication problems were cited the most common factor that leads to divorce, 65% communication problems, followed by couples' inability to resolve conflict, 43%. The survey also found that men and women have different communication complaints. 70% of the expert survey said that men cite nagging and complaining as a top communication problem in marriage. Now, brothers, real emotional now,
2: nagging now, and complaining?
1: now, brothers, I know they're with you, and I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand right now. But, brothers, I just want you to to recognize if you know of a brother who said that nagging and complaining is an issue. Can I get an amen? Oh, so praise it's not God! Not necessarily.
2: You is somebody that you no. It, it's no. not
1: you. It's somebody that that that. Looks and resembles you, but it's not you. Uh, but they said the number one complaint was nagging and complaining. Praise God. Oh. <laughs> hey, brother, you got to go home, my God. <laughs> Don't get too loud in church. Women's
2: top complaint was their spouse doesn't validate their opinions or feelings enough. That's 83%.
1: The Bible says, Proverbs 21 and 9. Look what this says. Look what the Word of God says.
2: The Word of God.
1: Better to live alone in a tumble-down shack than to share a mansion with a nagging spouse. That's what the Word... The hey, brother, yeah, hey, 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 Don't stand up in church now, the, brother. The... You got to go home. Praise God. The
2: Message Bible says spouse.
1: Now, it does say Spouse. Now, the next version, Proverbs 21, 19, it is better to live alone in the desert. That means you can't drink or eat. It's better to live alone in the desert than with a quarrelsome complaining. Now, now, let me me stop. Let me help. This will not be a woman or bashing service. The back half, we're going to deal with the brothers. So, brother, don't try to leave right now. I'm going to cover Your all the turn bases.
2: Is coming.
1: But, but we're just focusing right now on the word of God. <laughs> <laughs> and what the Bible says. One more, one more, one more again. One more again. A Look woman this.
2: can tear some stuff up, huh?
1: Well, the Bible says a woman can tear her house down with her words. Yes, she or can. Or she can build it with her words. Yes, she can. Women, you have power. You have power. Yes. And if you call him Mufasa, ooh, ooh <laughs> you, you can build him up. Or you can tear them down, down with your words. Look what it says Proverbs 25 24. It is better to dwell in a corner of the housetop than to share a house with a, uh oh, disagreeing, wholesome, scolding woman. Now, what I wanna focus on right here is disagreeing. Everyone say disagree. See, you have to be careful because, see, disagreement will have the vision, two visions which will divide you, which will eventually lead to divorce. We have to come together for one vision. Everyone say one vision. One vision. So when we get one vision, praise God, stuff can start working out. It's funny, uh, everyone said communication. So we were home and uh, Pastor Charmaine went to the grocery store. I was doing my workout and uh, baby girl went to the grocery store, came back, and uh, I I was doing my workout. I said, "You need help?" Uh, in the car, she said, "Well, no, nah, nah, I'm not quite." You know, I said, "You know what? I'm going to take initiative." <laughs> everyone say, "Initiative." I'm going. I'm not going to ask if she needs help because I learned in the book: if you have to ask, then you're not really wanting to help. Just go and get up. No, no. Everyone, every, no. See, see. This was a like you should have known to help. So I said, you know, I was in deliberating because she, she was kind of slow with the answer. I just said, you know what? I'm not even going to go. I'm not going to. And I got over there and I got, uh, helped her out and she came in. So then um, I said, I'm going to get extra credit today. <laughs> Come on, let's not lie. You do stuff sometimes trying to get some extra credit, some bonus. So I said, you know what? I'm not even going to. I'm not only going to take the groceries out. I'm going to help put them up.
2: Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> so, so, so uh, I, I'm putting a ginger ale and, and uh, Gatorade. We, we got a little a wine cooler, but we don't have wine in it. We put the kids' drinks in it because it, they just Because when they, you
2: have kids, that's what you do. That's
1: so all, all, our, sons, it's all kids. Stuff. Anyway. Wine
2: so, I, I saw
1: that uh, I had already bought water, but she bought different water. So, I was putting my water in there, and she said, I don't like that water. I said, okay, Moore are you going to get offended right now? Are you going to get offended? Come on, come on. You know, you talk to yourself. Well, I don't like that. I, I said, so, so what the water do to you? You know, so I started, I started. Uh, what, I, but what I started, did I say? I said, I don't
2: like I the don't taste. I don't like the taste of
1: that water. So guess what? And what we do is we take things personal. She was not attacking me. She was attacking the
2: water.
1: And some of y'all will allow that to mess up your whole day because you took it Personal. So I said, so sister girl said, I don't like that water. I said, Jomo, don't take offense and smile right now. Because you know, my my ghetto mentality is water, is water. It's in a bottle, closure. My drink. That was my mentality. Amen. So I said, you know what, Jomo?
2: That mineral enhanced water.
1: Anyway, so with that being said, I said, you know what, Jomo, go over and beyond. See, you know what I said? to the Bible says, "Grace on the more abound," and I'm no longer under the law; I'm under grace. Grace. So, you know what y'all did? I went to the cooler and I took out every bottle that belonged to me, and I filled the cooler up with her water, and I put my water outside. I said, "Man, all the water in there is exactly what you like," and I walked off. Now, I wasn't waiting for a pat on the back. Everyone said that's growth. See, the old Jomo. the new Jomo, whatever you like. Great. I, everyone say grow. Now, now, the point is, as she reveals more of herself to me, I have to document it. Because if I don't, I'll repeat a cycle. They've told you a number of times what they don't like. But you try to make them like something they don't like. So I've come to conclusion. And it was cheaper. So now it's cheaper. And it works. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, okay, I'm good. That's You like that? No, I got to find a positive out of it.
2: That's awesome.
1: Look, look. if you don't grow together, (laughs) you'll grow apart. That's right. So here's your challenge. Either you grow with them or are you going to go from them. Either you grow with them, or you're going to go from them. John Gottman, a professor, former professor at the University of Washington, he's been c- conducting uh, research on relationships for 40 years. He says the four behavioral issues of communication that destroy relationships, number one, criticism of a partner's personality. Why do you always do that? You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come to you today and discuss all the amazing things God is growing. My latest book, The Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched. And I can't wait to share more about my journey on the power of prayer, love, life, finance, family, and everything in between. So guess what? We're going on a book tour. That's right, a book tour. And I'm happy to announce that the kickoff is happening right here in my hometown of Tampa Bay. Join me for an afternoon of real, raw, and relevant conversation. Visit jomocousins.com to purchase your tickets today. I'm starting a conversation and inviting all of you to a jam-packed afternoon that will go from prayer to purpose. Tampa tour Day, February 1st at Cooper's Hawk Restaurant, 4110 West Boy Scout Boulevard, Tampa, Florida. Reserve your space today at jomocousins.com. God bless you. Can't wait to see your face in the place. Visit jomocousins.com to purchase tickets. Again, jomocousins.com. Now, you have to, everyone say, grow past this. Because for most of you, you, were, you, you thought about the person before y'all got there. But oftentimes, with this relationship, uh, we don't get the proper knowledge. Hosea six will be on the screen for you. Hosea 4.6. Next verse.
2: My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge of my law, where I reveal my will.
1: Listen to this, y'all. If you don't understand God's will marriage, relationships, it'll be hard for you to function in it because if I'm going to be with one person for life, that means I have to die the self. I have to be selfless and not selfish. It can't be my way or the highway. I have to surrender my will. The Bible says that the husband is to lay his life down. God. Well, Pastor, I'm Mufasa. I know you Mufasa. Mufasa gotta, gotta gotta be able to humble himself. Ooh, boy, you see that I got no help, no amen, no nothing. Friends, that's all good. I ain't worried for y'all. I ain't waiting for y'all, amen. I'm gone. Next scripture. My the people. The new are-
2: living sh- translation. Go ahead.
1: My people go ahead, baby.
2: My people are being destroyed because they don't know me.
1: See, how can I love if I don't know love? God is love. 1 John 4, I about how God is love. So how can I give you what I don't know? So until you really get your relationship with God right, your marriage will never be right. So what happens, spouses say, let's go to church. Church will fix it. But you can go to church, but if church ain't in you. Now, not just church, God. Because, see, the God in you will focus you on fixing.
2: You have to want to You have to want
1: to work. And we are being created in the image and likeness of him. Notice, we are created and we're working, growing to be more like him. We're not there yet. So we all have some issues and pre-existing conditions and some challenges. Needs of a man and needs of a woman. Look at this. The number one need of a man is respect. Now, if you want a man to respect, my God, if a man feels disrespect, it's a problem. Now, all those stuff is good, but the number one need of a man respect, the number one need of a woman is security.
2: Yes, Lord.
1: Pastor Charmaine said something last service, and I wasn't <laughs> ready for it. I said, you know, we're talking about security. I said, what's security? Pastor Charmaine, yes, tell them what security it's is. It's
2: when you flip on that light switch and the lights come on. It's when you use your debit card, and it don't say decline. (laughs) Hallelujah. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. So you're saying it's all about paying bills? No, it's
2: not all about paying bills.
1: Oh, now y'all want to flip the switch now, right?
2: No, but But that's a part of it.
1: I said, that's good. I said, so when you feel security is that you can flip the light switch on. And not worried about it coming all. It's or a off.
2: predictability. Oh, there it is. That's the word. So
1: Ooh, that's good. Even good. in
2: your partner, the predictability in him, you need to know that he's going to be there for you, support you, that he's not going to jump off the handle if you say something. Right?
1: Everyone say predictability. Now, the Bible says to dwell with them according to knowledge. So that means that we should grow to the point of knowing what they like and what they don't like. Predictability means that I know what she is thinking and the direction that she wants to go. Now, are you a yo-yo where people can't figure you out? Are you jacking a (laughs) box? Peek-a-boo! Or or, or have you grown to where, you know what, this is what I like and this is what I don't like? Because, see, if you don't communicate that, now I'm playing uh, (sighs) craps. I I don't know what I'm going to get.
2: If Versus. you decide to change up something in a relationship, the rule is you have to tell your spouse. Amen. So if you see something real cute that another couple is doing and you think it's cute and you wanna adapt that into your relationship, communicate. You can't all of a sudden just adapt it without communicating to your spouse and then get mad when they don't respond the way the other guy responded to his wife when Yeah, because you are here said- trying to
1: trying to live like the Cosby so well, I shouldn't leave that alone. Well she always
2: like- open her car door so I'm just gonna sit here and wait until he open my car door.
1: Anyway let me keep it moving. I'll be like you better uh,
2: open that door and get out. Come on let's go. You got no time for that. Well,
1: <laughs> deal with yours according to knowledge. According to There's knowledge. four phases of the relationship. Number one Ecstasy. This is the best thing I ever had. Lord Jesus, she finds. Thank so you, Father. Fine. My God, he is I love Lord, Lord, thank you for this woman. Boy, she's a gift to me. Thank you, Jesus. She was made for me. The next one reality. Who is this chick, man? This chick crazy, man. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> and you be the same one told your friends that I, you don't found the one, the one, the one, the, the one, the one. And also when they got in your nerves, know, I don't know if that's the right one. I think I might have made a mistake. This person, crazy. And I said, I said, and I always say, hey, brother, that's your intelligent decision. This is what you chose. You were sober. I remember. <laughs> you told me this was the one. But we all have pre-existing conditions. And in <laughs> the courting stage, you don't see it all. Okay? Because
2: everyone's trying to put on their best, put their best foot yeah. forward you yeah. you're trying to impress each other. Amen. She's I mean, cute. You're yeah.
1: cute. Y'all y'all think everything's tight and right, and then all of a sudden you get to realize they got Spanx on. He got body armor on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got some extra hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got just for men. Y'all know. <laughs> because see, so you see something, and you have an, a, a thing, but in today's world, man, they got good stuff out now, man. They got, you know, body wrapping, and tight <laughs> and... All of a sudden, they take the wrap off and... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Glory to God. So you don't... You just don't know. Some stuff find out later. And then now you say, man, I didn't know you had all the junk in the trunk. We all have pre-existing conditions.
2: But it's you- just... It's just like when we drive around in our cute little cars, and you, the inside of your car look great. You open up that trunk. Oh, baby. And you just unthrew all the garbage.
1: That's what the trunk for. When,
2: when <laughs> thank God my brother's not here today. When my parents would ask us to clean up our rooms, my brother would throw everything underneath his bed. I mean, everything. You couldn't see underneath the brother bed. But his room looked so clean. It will look so clean, and you lift up that little bed skirt, everything, right up underneath there. you be like, why is your room smelling so bad, but it, it looks so clean? Your dirty clothes underneath your bed, bro."
1: You will... <laughs>
2: but we like to hide. We want to make everything look good on the outside. We have to fix everything.
1: You have to be mindful that... Uh... The reality stage, you will find out some things that you did not know. You will find out some pre I I had some poverty issues. Um, I didn't really have a lot growing up. Um, my wife, I would uh, I would buy a Snicker bar. You no, know, she would buy me a Snicker bar, and I would take a bite or two and put it back in the refrigerator to eat. You know, some more later. And she would come behind me and eat the whole Snicker bar and said, I guess you didn't want it. And I would be offended because I was trying to, you know, I was trying to go through my Snicker bar. You know what I'm saying? I see, I, I'm talking to the Snicker bar saying, look, i see tomorrow, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> be back tomorrow in the name of Jesus. I got a whole Snicker bar. And she would come and eat those Snicker bar. Boy, you need to stop acting like you broke. You got money now. I said, I said, look, look, how I... How me and my Snicker bar relate is <laughs> a personal situation. We Me and Snickers have been around for a long time. And, you know, she the would The wake-up
2: call is when Josiah threw away that chicken breast.
1: That was, that was a wake-up call. I, I like chicken breast and uh, especially Popeye's. And uh, Josiah took a bite of chicken breast and threw it away. And uh, I went in the trash can and got it out. Don't don't you don't you judge me like you never picked some food up off the ground. You know that day you were hungry. <laughs> you put you, enough you sauce. Say two you,
2: second roll. Come on, you put two enough sauce. Roll. You
1: put enough sauce on that thing. Let's close your eyes. If it crunch, don't worry about it. Let's take the crap. <laughs> so my wife, my wife said, Jomo, I can't believe. You took chicken out. The, I said, babe, it's a new bag. It was a new bag. It, it, it ain't touched nothing yet. It's a you know you start rationalizing foolishness because when you really thought about what you just did, you're like, golly, I'm crazy. And then even to this point, man, I struggle. I struggle with money in reference to, you know, uh, the car I have now is the first new car I bought in 15 years. I'd make sure she would have a new car, and I would just get whatever I got. And I didn't realize because, see, when we first got married, she always, her parents had had means. So she pretty much got what she wanted. Me, I got what was left over. So when we got married, I was trying to keep up with where she came from. And if you're not careful, you will cause friction because, see, my world was different than her world. So now I'm trying, to, I'm trying to keep up with this world, and then I'm struggling with me because this poverty mentality I grew up with, so I've been struggling with me. So what happens when you get in a relationship, her world and my world clash. Right. And if y'all don't talk about this clash, this clash will end up separating you versus talking about, look, uh, your expectations are different than my expectations. Right. And it's not saying your expectations are wrong, they're just different. So we got to find a way to communicate on this or it's not going to work. And then you leave this one to find another one and then they're crazy too. So you might as well sit down and work it out, right?